0: Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Friday, February 18th, 2022. Let's take a look at today's charts. At number one, BTC is at $40,671.82, down 7.03%. Ethereum at number two, $2,900.42, down 6.06%. Tether at number three, $1. BNB at number four, $406.17, down 4.57%. USD coin, number five, $1. XRP at number 6 79 cents down 3.79% Cardano at number 7 $1.03 down 3.98% Solana at number 8 $94.77 down 5.58% Avalanche at number 9 $88.93 down 6.01% and last but not least Terra at number 10 $51 8.84% down Let's take a look at the crypto fear and greed index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are getting too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. So what we got today is fear at 30. Yesterday was neutral at 52. Last week was neutral at 50. And last month was extreme fear at 24. Let's look at our five articles today. Article number one is, is Ethereum still in a good phase? Everything goes as planned. Article number two. Bitcoin bulls scramble to defend $40,000 as the crypto market sell-off intensifies. Article number three, Buffett's shocking Bitcoin bet supports $1 million Bitcoin price prediction. Meanwhile, BNB, Solana, Cardano, XRP, and Ethereum's prices surge. Article number four, Ethereum dominance will go down as competitors emerge, says Morgan Stanley. And last but not least, article number five, Binance stopped all activities focused on Israel following regulatory request report. All right, before we get into the articles, just want to say thank you so much to everyone that's been listening in. Again, if you do have family or friends, send them my way, Dave's Daily Crypto Take on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And if you're in the YouTube space, like, share, comment, and subscribe. All right, let's get into it, everyone. Article number one is, is Ethereum still in a good phase? If not, everything goes as planned. Ever since the Ethereum network has launched its beacon chain for staking in December 2020, enthusiasts have waited for the day that the chain will finally be merged with Ethereum's main net, giving way for the proof-of-stake consensus to be the only mechanism th- through which new ETH is created. While, unfortunately, a specific date for the merge is yet to be disclosed, Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin has now said that hopefully we're going to be merging pretty soon. Speaking on a recent podcast, the engineer also lamented the constant delays that this transition has faced, adding, quote, if we want to kind of really fully achieve that vision, I do still think that there's quite a lot of work still left to do that we had hoped would be finished by now or even be like 2016. Buterin also elaborated on the aspects of transition that are yet to be finalized and finished, and most of that has to do with testing. Since most blockchain programs are used by the indefinite numbers of people entrusting millions of dollars, constantly testing software to perfection is a necessary step, albeit one wants to fall victim to and exploit, similar to the ones the Ethereum network is so used to. Nevertheless, Buterin said that apart from testing, there are already some basic test stats and full implementations of everything that needs to happen for the merge, which includes consensus clients and execution clients and the latter of which has run into some limitations according to him. What requires the most testing, however, is the initial sync process, which Buterin explained as the mechanism behind integrating new nodes to the network and its contract code. Of course, in numerous other subsidies, the technical aspects that need to be taken care of, said Vitalik, adding that his team believes that the merge can take place sometime between June and August this year. Tweets. Happy birthday, Beacon Chain. Here's an updated roadmap diagram for where Ethereum protocol development is at and what's coming in what order. I'm sure this is missing a lot, as all diagrams are, but it covers a lot of the important stuff. It should be noted here that the merge is just one of the first steps in Buterin's vision of Ethereum and the network might witness constant development for the foreseeable future. While the exec had earlier revealed a roadmap on Twitter that laid out the phases post-merge, he explained the same as, quote, the merge, which was basically proof of stake, the surge, which is increasing the capacity of the chain, basically doing sharding and doing a little bit more stuff before and after that. Then there is the verge, which is vertical trees, which are basically a technology that makes it easier to validate the chain. Then there's the purge, which is making the chain lighter and making the code wider Then there is like the splurge, which is just like everything else. The exec did agree that while a lot of buzzwords and extra improvements were in the pipeline, such as ZK snarks, EVM buildup, and Prosper builder separation. if just the merge to POS and sharding are implemented, we're still in a good place. This could be the case considering the biggest issues being faced by Ethereum currently are its reliance on mining and lack of scalability, which sharding is meant to fix. Hence, Vitalik believes Ethereum will definitely be big enough to become the single transaction layer for the internet or global financial activity once a surge phase of its transaction takes place. So, there you guys have it. Is Ethereum still in a good phase? If not, everything goes as planned. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. Okay, article number two. Bitcoin bulls scramble to defend $40,000 as the crypto market sell-off intensifies. BTC and altcoins were hit by another round of selling as analysts say a worsening macroeconomic climate threatens to push Bitcoin price below $40,000. BTC and altcoins dropped further on February 17th after the situation in Ukraine worsened and Russia expelled Bart Gorman, the United States Deputy Chief of Diplomatic Mission from the country after President Biden reiterated that the threat of a Ukrainian invasion by Russia was very high. Data from Cointelegraph Markets Pro and TradingView shows that the afternoon resurgence in sell-side pressure dropped the price of Bitcoin to a daily low at $40,081. As bulls frantically regroup and attempt to prevent a slide below 40000 According to analysts, the bullish case for a move higher continues to dwindle as the factors weighing on the crypto market mount. Real rates and inflation are the main issues. The effect of the Ukraine-Russia situation was touched upon by David Lefishitz, managing partner and chief investment officer at Exo Alpha, who noted that the situation is definitely weighing on risk assets. Up like February 15, down like today. While the Ukraine-Russia saga is currently dominating news headlines and causing widespread weakness across global markets, Lifshitz suggested that the situation looks like a distraction from the real rates inflation issue. According to Lifshitz, this current conflict may only last a few months while the inflation rates issue is a multi-year issue that can hit much more on a broader scale and for a longer time. Lifshitz said, quote, Bitcoin is just pulling back into its $30,000 to $50,000 range for now as we remain in a traders market. So unless there's a significant break below 33 or above 48, the swing trading will continue and all coins will follow the move with just more amplitude. Bitcoin remains a strong asset. Despite the recent weakness, market analyst and pseudonymous Twitter trader Income Sharks offered the following words of comfort to help add a little perspective to the long-term outlook for BTC. He tweets, with everything that has happened over the years, how can you not be bullish knowing Bitcoin is still worth over $40,000? It continues to be worth more almost every single year since its inception. This is a stronger asset than people give credit to. The overall cryptocurrency market cap now stands at $1.85 trillion, and Bitcoin's dominance rate is 41.7%. So, Bitcoin bulls scramble to defend $40,000 as the crypto market sell-off intensifies. Comment down below. Let me know what you guys think. Article number three. Buffett's shocking Bitcoin bet supports $1 million Bitcoin price prediction. Meanwhile, BNB, Solana, Cardano, XRP, and Ethereum prices surge. Major crypto blasted higher this week. The Bitcoin price is up 20% from its February low. Ethereum's price has risen 14%, BNB 13%. Cardano 5, and XRP 41%, and Solana at 8% over the month. Meanwhile, the sage of Omaha, Warren Buffett, is quietly coming around to crypto. A recent Berkshire Hathaway filing reveals it dumped shares in Legacy Financial's Visa and MasterCard and sank a billion dollars into a crypto-friendly neo bank. For the world's biggest crypto critic, that's a big change of heart. In 2020, he said cryptocurrencies basically have no value and they don't produce anything adding, I don't have any cryptocurrency and I never will. Buffett's U-turn hints at a critical point in institutional crypto adoption that could put a rocket under crypto demand and prices in the coming years. So zooming out, Buffett began investing in 1940s and his stock piking scale had generated a personal fortune of well over $100 billion. The modern-day Midas and his sidekick Charlie Munger believe in value investing. Example, finding attractively priced nuggets overlooked by other investors. In the past, both Buffett and Munger have ridiculed Bitcoin. Buffett described it as rat poison squared, and Munger argued that trading in cryptocurrencies is just dementia. Buffett hasn't invested directly in Bitcoin, but has tripled Berkshire Hathaway's investment in NewBank, the largest fintech bank in Brazil that's big among Bitcoin investors. And obviously, you wouldn't bet on a company leveraged to crypto if you weren't bullish on it. As Greg Weisman, co-founder and CEO of Crypto Wallet Service, Mercurial, commented the new bank investment can be tagged as Buffett's way of supporting the fintech crypto world without taking back his criticism of the past. Weisman added that the Brickshire boss is now backing the digital currency ecosystem indirectly. Moreover, Buffett has not only been a big investor to have a change of heart. For example, Lloyd Fiend, a former Goldman Sachs CEO, who has voiced skepticism about cryptos in the past, recently said his view on crypto is evolving. The fact that these coins have come around to cryptos will likely persuade even the most reluctant of big institutional investors to consider them, again, potentially turbocharging demand. Potentially big tailwind The increasingly positive attitude of institutional investors suggests Bitcoin is entering the mainstream and can challenge gold as a modern store of value. As I discussed last year, dethroning gold has been one of the biggest narratives driving the price of Bitcoin in the past two years. There are $650 billion worth of Bitcoin out there. Meanwhile, investors hold at least $2.7 trillion in gold. According to the World Gold Council, if, say, they move just a bit more than 20% of their gold holdings to Bitcoin, the cryptocurrency could double or more. Later, I wrote, 2022 is set to deliver the biggest hawkish monetary reversals in the past decade, and Bitcoin will finally answer the most important question. After 13 years, is it still a speculative asset, or has it worn off on investors as a safe haven? This question is going to be one of the most fundamental Bitcoin drivers in the near term. If Bitcoin matures as a stable asset class, Ark Invest Kathy Wood believes its price can hit one million by 2030, arguing it represents only a fraction of the value of global assets amid increasing adoption each year. So there you guys have it. What do you think about this article? It says Buffett's shocking Bitcoin bet supports a million-dollar Bitcoin price prediction. Meanwhile, BNB, Solana, Cardano, XRP, and Ethereum prices surge comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right, before we get into round two of the articles, just wanna say a big thank you to all my listeners. I've been looking at the analytics and I see people from uh, Spain, UK, America, also in South America, especially Chile, Brazil, and also in Paraguay. So thank you so much. Shout out to everyone that's been listening in. Again, if you do have friends or family around the world that want to hear unbiased crypto news, Crypto news that are for and against, please send them my way at Dave's Daily Crypto Take at Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and on the YouTube space, like, share, and subscribe. Okay. Article number four. Ethereum dominance will go down as competitors emerge, says Morgan Stanley. Global Invest Bank Morgan Stanley has released thoughts around leading smart contract platform Ethereum. In a recently published note titled, Cryptocurrency 201, What is Ethereum? The bank revealed its outlook for the future of the blockchain. Ethereum, which continues to maintain large dominance over the decentralized finance and NFT space, might find itself losing more market share to competitors, Morgan Stanley revealed. Ethereum is less decentralized. Comparing Bitcoin to Ethereum, Morgan Stanley arrived at the conclusion that the latter was less decentralized. Its metric for this comparison was the number of each digital asset that was held by whales. Although Bitcoin gets flack for its holder concentration where the top 100 wallets held 14% of the supply, Ethereum is even more concentrated with the top 100 wallets holding 39% of its supply. Ethereum now doubt has always has a more centralized traits compared to Bitcoin. This is apparent in the upgrades that can be carried out on the network, but have not hindered its success over the long term. The blockchain is still leading smart contracts network in the space. It possesses the dominant network uh, market share in decentralized finance and NFT market, with ETH accounting for more than 60% of total value locked TVL. Nevertheless, Morgan Stanley says that dominance may not last for long. Already other networks are quickly springing up and taking market share from the blockchain and the investment bank predicts that this will continue to happen. So what is the cause? One of the reasons Ethereum is seeing decline dominance is the fact that your networks like Solana and Cardano are presenting with more scalability, faster and cheaper transactions. They are seeing more and more users move to alternative blockchains, taking their funds with them and increasing the dominance of these other blockchains. Furthermore, the Morgan Stanley notes explains that the rapidly evolving regulations to which the DeFi and NFT markets are subject could also lead to reduced demand for transactions on the network, given that they make up the majority of the activity on Ethereum. They are also subject to new risks and restrict certain areas such as finance, which DeFi falls under. Another major risk for the Ethereum network that Morgan Stanley notes is the blockchain bloat and scalability risk. As already mentioned above, Ethereum's competitors are coming out with faster and cheaper transactions, whereas the leading network continues to suffer from slow transactions and high fees brought about by the increased demand on the network. The note also points out that the rate at which Ethereum is growing also raises the issue that is storage space. The blockchain is set to outpace its resources due to high storage demand. However, with a move to the consensus layer, ETH 2.0, which is underway, this can be averted. So, what do you guys think about this article? Ethereum dominance will go down as competitors emerge, says Morgan Stanley. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. Okay, last but not least, the main topic today is Binance stopped all activities focused on Israel following regulatory request report. Binance has stopped marketing to Israelis all activities focused on Israel until we examine the issue of licensing. Major crypto exchange Binance has reportedly halted activities and marketing to Israelis following a request from one of the country's financial regulators over licensing. According to a Thursday report from Israel-based news outlet Globes, the Capital Market Insurance and Savings Authority requested that Binance provide information on the services it was providing to Israelis as well as any licenses under which it operates. The regulator responsible for handling licenses for crypto firms reportedly never received an application from Binance allowing the exchange to do business in Israel. Following the intervention of the capital market, Binance has its this stage stop marketing to Israelis and all activities focused on Israel until we examine the issue of licensing, said the capital markets authority. Binance website no longer lists Israel Shekel as a payment option for buying crypto, a feature that was introduced in February 2020. However, at the time of publication, the platform's job listing still includes seven opportunities to work with exchange in Israel. In July 2021, Binance CEO and founder Zhang Peng Zhao said he wanted the exchange to work with local regulators as it established offices in other countries. However, Binance is still facing regulatory scrutiny as authorities in Italy, Malaysia, Poland, Germany, and the UK and Cayman Islands, Thailand, Canada, Japan, Singapore, and other nations have issued statements either claiming the exchange was operating illegally or otherwise warning investors to exercise caution with a population of roughly a million people, Israel has seemingly welcomed the introduction of digital assets under the proper regulatory framework. President Isaac Herzog received a non-fungible token representing when he took the oath of office in July. And the country's central bank has been exploring the introduction of a digital shekel for almost five years. So, Binance stopped all activities focused on Israel following regulatory request report. Comment down below. Let me know what you guys think about this article. All right, let's take a look at the prices one last time before we head out. Number one, BTC, forty thousand six hundred sixty dollars. Ethereum, two thousand nine hundred nine dollars. Tether, one dollar. BNB, four hundred and seven dollars. USD Coin, ninety nine cents. XRP, seventy nine cents. Cardano, one dollar four cents. Solana, ninety five dollars. Avalanche, $88. And last but not least, Terra at $51. So there you guys have it. Thank you so much for making it this far into the YouTube video and podcast. Again, this is Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Catch me on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And if you're in the YouTube space, please like, share, and subscribe. Other than that, I hope you guys all have a great crypto day. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.